0: As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longeth after Thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship Thee. You alone are my strength, my shield to You. May my spirit heed. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longed after thee. my heart's desire and I long to worship Thee. You alone are my strength, my shield. To You alone may my spirit heal. You alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship You're my friend and you are my brother even though you are my king. I love you more than any other, so much more than anything. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone may my spirit you alone are my heart's desire and i long to worship thee and i long
1: Bible, (laughs) good morning morning. for those that maybe were not this morning uh, at the Sunday school, good to see you again, and um, this song was a favorite of uh, Brother Logan's, in Romania, and we have it in Romanian. I could sing it in Romanian, but it will not mean anything to you. (laughs) So uh, I would uh, rather sing it in English. Uh, Hope you enjoy the church, and I hope you enjoy the word of God. Again, I was was, uh, meaning to thank the church for the blessing to be uh, prayed for and uh, supported by you. And uh, that you've been so faithful and uh, that for so many years, without knowing us, by faith, not by sight, uh, you have uh, chosen to support us. And uh, that's a blessing and that's uh, an encouragement for all of us, for our family and the church. Um, It's a blessing also to uh, see people that we we have uh, met in Romania like uh, Pastor Dunbar and the family uh, Miss Debbie, they were a blessing they were a tremendous blessing with uh, uh, the visit they had and I remember even now we had a big meeting in uh, a village close to Brasov, and um, they were there and uh, i was preach- I was uh, translating for for brother Dunbar and uh, I was it was an uh, enjoyment and um, I will be I'm looking forward to see Jerry and uh, his family tonight, uh, talking to him on the phone, and i would be really glad to see them also. Um, So this morning, I would like for you to open with me, please, in uh, the book of Joshua 24, verse 15, and I think most of us know this verse, Joshua 24, 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for Joshua, and thank you for his witness Thank you for his testimony, for his example. Please help us to understand today, and please guide us to uh, good choices in our lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. As you have heard the last part of the verse, he's uh, saying, uh, Joshua stating very clear, loud and clear for all the people to um, to hear. He says, "Choose you." this day in the beginning of the verse, whom you will serve. And then in the end says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is very similar to what we are saying in Romania. Um, People can choose whoever to serve, people can choose whoever to follow, But for me and my house, we want to serve the Lord. We want to be faithful to God. Joshua was one of the very few faithful people in Israel. Uh, One of the few that uh, said, Lord, I trust you and I go by your word. Doesn't matter what the others say. Doesn't matter what the other nine um, people that searched the country said. They, They said... It's bad. We don't have to enter into the promised land. And Joshua and Caleb uh, said, "We, we can go. We can trust the Lord. And Joshua was one of the few that says, I will serve the Lord, no matter what the others do. It is easy to maybe to serve the Lord when many people are serving with you. What is harder is to Stand still and serve the Lord when all around you leave you and go after other gods. Joshua was um, in a similar situation. He knew that people were serving false gods. He knew that people's heart was not to the real God, to the true God. They were choosing to serve False gods. But he says, choose you this day whom you will serve. He's encouraging them. You need to choose today. You can't serve both. You can't serve your false gods and the true God and be right. No. That's what uh, Indians try to do. They have hundreds of gods. And they say, yes, we will take your Jesus. That's not how it works. That's not what the Bible says. There's only one God. There's only one. There are not many gods, and we will add Jesus. We'll add uh, add the real God. No, the true God is the only one. Amen. Amen. And He wants the only service, the only love to and uh, worship. He wants it, and He will not uh, split it with others. But the most important, I want to. A look at today is the word choose. Choose you this day whom ye will serve. He is giving them a choice. He is telling them, you can choose. You are not predestined to follow the false gods. You are not, this is not your fate, to follow false gods and to go to hell. No, you can choose today. You can choose God. You can choose the true God today. And isn't that so that every day we make choices? Every day we make choices. And uh, as I said in the morning, you have so many choices in the States. You have more choices than we have in Europe, in Romania. Um, I've been to a store with Brother Logan, and there were. I, I, he, he got me to uh, fulfill one of my dreams. <laughs> earthly dreams, I wanted to shoot a gun. And uh, in Romania, you cannot do that very easy. It's pretty hard. And uh, I was in a gun store with him. And there were hundreds of different kinds of guns. You can choose from so many guns. You can choose from uh, rifles, pistols, uh, big, small, all kinds of sizes, everything. You can choose. You have choices. You have many choices. If somebody says, "I cannot choose," I couldn't. I I have no choice. Have you heard that? I had no choice. You always have a choice. Amen. You always have a choice. The question is: Will you make the good choice? Will you make the good decision? We do every day decisions. We make decisions. We make choices, and uh, we decide maybe. If we want to wake up or not, if we want to read the news or read the Bible, if we want to talk on the phone or talk with God, we can choose what to eat, amen? We can choose cereals, we can choose ham and (laughs) eggs or other things. Uh, We have choices. We have many choices that we can do nowadays. But sometimes there's a harder decision, a harder choice that we we need to do. And probably all of us have um, faced these hard decisions. And I'm sure each of us had at least one or two harder decisions than others to make. And sometimes it's hard to choose. But God gave this choice uh, always to people. Can I drag this, please? Yeah. I would like to draw a little bit. It is a little complicated for me to focus on both, but I will try to talk and draw. We have choices. If somebody says, I don't have any choices, it's wrong. We always have choices. But the question is, will we make good choices? Will will we make the right decision? at the right time and people have all kinds of choices they may have choice number one choice number two or three some people some um, religions say there is no choice we are predestined to this and that Uh, that was meant to be that is the faith. Is that right? We have choices. It's, sometimes people just don't want to admit that they have the choice. Amen? They just want to say There's, there was no choice. I really had no choice. And um, that is not right. What to choose? This man is asking himself what to choose. What's the right choice? Many question marks sometimes and hard decisions. Maybe decision A or B or C, so on. I'm not going to spend a lot of time drawing, though. And I hope everyone can just look. I I appreciate Brother Rachman that uh, was drawing and speaking in the same time here the gift Uh, for me it's a little harder (laughs) to do both (laughs) focusing on doing both but uh, hope you don't mind I take a little time make it a little nicer I don't know how it's uh, seen in the back but hope everyone can see it We can choose. Even from the beginning, um, wasn't God giving man a choice? Yes. Yes. Did he say you are predestined to hell? No. He said choose between this and that. Choose not to go and not to eat from that tree. Did they choose right? We learn from history that man makes wrong choices. And um, this is our nature, unfortunately. But we are not predestined to make always the wrong choices. Amen? We can can make the right choice. And may the Lord help us to make the right decisions and the right choices. Uh, Let's open, please, at Proverbs. Proverbs 14. If you want to open with me. Proverbs 14, verse 12. It may seem sometimes that we found the right way, but the Bible says in Proverbs 14, verse 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. We may... Be deceived that that is the right way to do things. And many people live today with this decision uh, and this deceiving, that their ways are right. If they are not God's ways, they are not the right ways. Amen. There is a way which seemeth right unto man unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. How many people say, "I'm fine? I'm doing the right... I'm making the right decisions. I'm living a good life. I'm not worse than my neighbor. I'm not as bad as other people that kill and uh, do so many bad things. I'm better. Amen? It may seem that you are right. It may seem that you are correct. But if it is not according to God's will, is it right? Is it the right decision? Is it the right way to live? Many people justify themselves. We are, we are right. We are all right. Nobody is wrong. Is that true? No, sir. Nobody is wrong. Um, and I, I heard from uh, the schools that kids are uh, encouraged today that it doesn't matter if they do good or bad in school. They are still right. <laughs> they are still doing well. Have you heard that? Good job, even if they didn't do a good job. Is that a good choice? Is that a good job? It may seem it is, but sometimes it's just wrong. And we need to know it's wrong. We need to name it. Maybe people say, oh, whatever decision I I will make is not wrong. All are right. I'll just pick one. There are wrong and uh, bad decisions we can make bad choice choices amen we can be deceived by our own righteousness we need to look to god's righteousness amen we need to look for the map for good decisions for good choices where is the map where is your map let's see the map it's here do you have the map amen the bible is the map and the the bible is a lamp unto my feet says psalm 119 and a light unto my path thy word is a lamp unto my feet the word is guiding our light our way it should the word should light our daily life amen our daily decisions help us make good decisions Help us make good choices. Amen? Thy word, God's word. Not our mind, our smart. I'm not smart enough to give you a good decision. If you come to me and say, Brother Cornell, please help me make a good choice here. Will I be able to, to do that? Maybe or maybe not. But you know, God will always help you. Amen? The word of God will always help you. And if you come to me, if somebody comes to me, I will always guide them. This is my uh, light. This is my guidance. This is my map. That's where I get my guidance from. That's where I make my decisions from. Not from my own self. Not from my Bible. You know what the world advice is? Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Didn't you hear that a lot? Follow your heart. That's probably the most common day decision. Oh, you don't know what to do. Follow your heart. Whatever you feel, whatever you think is good. Is that a good advice? Is that what God is telling us? No, sir. Let's see what it says in Proverbs 28, verse 26 follow your heart. That's not God's advice. That's not what the Bible says. Amen? That's not what somebody that loves the Lord should tell somebody else. If if you've taken this advice, think about what it says in Proverbs 28, 26. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Are you trusting in your heart to give you the good decision, the good choice? It says it's a fool. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Do you want to walk wisely? Do you want to make wise decisions? The Lord is giving you wisdom. The Bible is showing you how to make good decisions. That's why you need to know the Bible. That's why we need to learn more and more from the Bible. It's not because we just want to have a big head, right? It's not that just because we want to uh, be smarter than others. It's that we want to know what God wants from us and how to make good choices in our daily life, in our Christian life. Um, A Christian faces many choices. Are you saved? You are saved. Amen. Praise the Lord. If somebody here is not saved, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that they need to trust Christ and uh, give their heart to the Lord and He will guide their life. Um, Come by faith and uh, trust Jesus Christ and His blood. Trust the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But if we are Christians, We are not spared of making choices, amen? And we have sometimes hard choices. We have difficult decisions to make uh, that maybe we don't find them exactly in the Bible. So we will need to trust God to guide us, to give us wisdom. We will need to pray, amen? We will need to search for um, a principle in the Word. That's what we want to know. What's God's principles for making decisions? What are God's principles for making choices? I know what the world wants. Yeah. Follow your heart. <laughs> Do whatever you feel. Do whatever your flesh tells you. That's not what God wants. And in Jeremiah 17:9, the Bible says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The heart is deceitful. Have you heard? That's not what you want to trust, your heart. Your heart will lead you where your feelings will lead you. Sometimes you can feel good, some other times you can feel bad. Sometimes you can just follow your impulses, if you take by your heart. But God wants you to Make wise decisions. Wise choices. And to choose, as um, Joshua said, choose now, choose who, whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua made a wise decision. Amen? Joshua made a spiritual decision. I want to serve the Lord. I want to serve the Lord. I don't want to serve other gods. I don't want to follow anything else in this world. I want to serve the Lord. Amen? That's my choice. That's my choice. With this choice in mind, that's the most important choice after you are saved, after you chose, chose Christ and said, I want to trust Jesus Christ. And this is a choice, of course, we are not saved by our choice and by our, by our works. We are saved by faith. We are saved by faith in the one that already did this for us. Uh, We are not saved by works. Amen. But after we said, Yes, Lord, I want to be saved, and I trust you, the best decision is to say, I want to serve you. Amen. I want to serve you. As Joshua said, it's different. One thing is to be saved. And another thing is to serve God. Amen? There's another thing to be a servant of the Lord and to do whatever he wants, whatever he is showing you. A servant is doing what the master wants. Amen? A servant is doing what the master says. A servant doesn't go like, look, master, I want to do this and this and that, and uh, I'm sure you are okay with that. Is that what a servant does? No, no. What, what does a servant do? When, when you are served in a restaurant, is the servant coming and saying, Sir, you will eat fish and pork and uh, this and that. Is that what he does? No. he's waiting for you to tell him. What's your choice? Amen? So we want to see what, what's God's choice. What does he want for us? What's God's advice? Amen? What is he ordering? Not what we would like. Our heart could take it in one direction. But God says, that is my will. That is my will. And sometimes it's hard because we don't understand. We do not understand why is God wanting me to go that direction. Why? Why? And always is that why, why, why. Somebody said uh, he had a grandchild. And always, for everything, he told him, let's do that. He said, why? <laughs> and then he said so and so, why? <laughs> and he always wanted to know why. And uh, he said, look, for, for this thing, it's, it doesn't have a why. You can't just say why. And the grandchild said, why? <laughs> so, well, okay. Some people will always ask, why? 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 We want to know God's heart and God's, God's advice and God's will and serve Him. Um, Joshua said, I'm choosing to serve the Lord. What is your choice? I don't know about you. Maybe you will choose wrong. Maybe you will choose to serve other gods. But as for me, and my house, we will serve the Lord. Notice, in my house, he chose for him and his house. Now we may, may think, um, isn't every person due to their own choices? Yes, it does. But you see, he was the leader of his house. He was the man of his house. And he said, we will all serve God. I'm sure he, does, he didn't force them, you know. He didn't come with a, uh, <laughs> how you call that? And, sorry? Whip. whip, a whip, yes. He didn't come with a whip and we will serve God. And you have no choices. But when the man of the house serves God, amen, the house follows, amen? So if it's very hard when uh, the man of the house is not following Christ, is not following the Lord, doesn't choose to serve the Lord, the family will probably also not choose to serve the Lord. But each of us have a choice. Each of us need to choose to serve God. And um, let's please open again at this um, at the verse um, from Deuteronomy thirty. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. God always gives choices to people. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, Therefore, pay attention, choose what? Life. Choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Choose. God gave them a choice. He's putting in front of you a choice. He sets before you life and death, blessing and cursing. What will you choose? You always have a choice. If you say, I had no choice choice, and I did that, are you right? God is giving you a choice. Choose life. God is even telling you what to choose. If you want to be wise, if you want to be blessed, choose life, he says. But you have these options, life and death. You can choose death. You can choose cursing but it will not be good for you. Amen? It will not be what God purposed for you. He says, choose life today. Choose life. How many people choose life? First of all, choose eternal life. Amen? If we live on this earth, it's a blessing. But what about eternal life? Choose eternal life. Choose to trust Him as your Savior. And I'm glad you are saved. You chose eternal life. Amen? Praise the Lord. uh, For eternity you'll be with Christ and we'll be together rejoicing. And then you can choose life abundantly and blessed on this earth in the will of God. Amen? That both thou and thy seed may live, says here. That's the best choice, to choose the life God's mean for you to have. Many people choose wrong. Many people choose and make bad decisions. And then they wonder, why is this happening to me? Why is all this cursing coming to me? Why did all these problems from, of sin come to me? Why are these diseases? Why are all these issues in my life? Remember, there was a bad choice. There was a bad decision. You forgot about it. It's not maybe going to affect you right now. It will be later and later. So as saved people we can come to the Lord and for our bad decisions, our bad choices, we can say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, please help me make right decisions. Make good decisions. Choose the way you want me to choose. And choose the way God wants you to live this life for Him. Amen? Amen. We, can, we can see um, a good choice for the Christian life is, is to ask wisdom from above. In James 3 verse 17 says but the wisdom That is from above, is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. That's the wisdom that guides us what to choose. People say, I don't know what to choose. Well, is it pure? Is it peaceable? Is it gentle? Easy to be entreated? full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. Choose those things. Amen? Choose the things that you know God loves. Not only what your heart loves. Not only what your instincts are. Amen? Put first God and His desires. Amen? That's one of the Ten Commandments. To love God first. To good to, to, to love Him more than whatever. And that means to love Him in your decisions. Amen? To love Him through your choices. It's not only to say, oh, I love God. But I do what I want. That I do what I live how I want. If you love God, you'll live how He wants. Amen? How He desires. How He leads you. How He directs you through the path. So, a good advice is to know God's mindset, to know what He likes and what He would like for you to, to choose. When, when uh, you know that somebody loves certain things, you will choose that certain thing. Amen? You will say, I want to choose that thing for, uh, uh, for Him because I love Him. I love her. And I will choose that. If my, my wife loves uh, ro- roses, if, uh, if she loves roses, you know, I, I know this thing, and I'm buying her roses. I'm not buying her, I don't know what other flowers are, <laughs> daffodils or uh, things that she doesn't like. I'll not buy her uh, cactus, right? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> to sting her roses. So if we know what God loves, we, we make that decision that God loves And in life, there are many hard decisions um, uh, in uh, in real life. I was in college, and uh, there was a hard exam. Uh, There was a tough professor, a tough-to-please professor, and uh, everybody knew that he needs to be bribed so you can uh, pass that exam. So they told me, you know, you need to bribe him. Uh, There's no way you are passing this exam, you know. And my... um, I was raised to never bribe. And I was raised to trust God and not bribe. And this would be uh, my first time that I would do that. And uh, for me, it was important uh, to, to keep my grades high so I can have the scholarship. But um, um, I was praying, and I was telling my parents what's happening, and um, I decided to trust God. I said, I will just go. And uh, when, when our folder, you had the folder, and uh, he had to find money there. Uh, my folder was without money there. And he was looking li- like that, very astonished that I didn't give him any money. And then he closed it and said, OK. Uh, then on the exam time, everything um, was, was um, there on the table. We had to fulfill uh, the test. When when they came, the results came. Um, my um, colleagues that paid him had worse grades than me, <laughs> so God turned it into a blessing, and I was ready to be to fall that exam to to just uh, be out of it. But God said, "I honor your choice, and I want you to be blessed." There are tough choices in our lives, but We don't have to choose wrong. Amen? We don't have to give in. We don't have to say I'll do whatever others do. If they all go that way, you don't have to go that way. We need to go against it sometimes. And it's not easy. It's not easy for the fish that swim against the river course, right? It's not easy. It's hard sometimes. But we can do it if we let God Take the hold of our lives and lead us and guide us. When we decided to dedicate our lives to the cause of Christ and be missionaries, and uh, um, the Lord spoke to our hearts, me and my wife, we both decided that we will not get normal jobs after we finish the university, but uh, trust the Lord and go in the ministry. And look for the last. Uh, We we started with college students. And uh, we were dedicated to trust God uh, to take care of us. We had a whole career in front of us. I was a mechanical engineer. uh, My wife, chemistry engineering. So we both could could have had uh, careers of our own in these subjects. But we said, there are many that do that. How many are that serve the Lord? How many are that give the gospel? And all our friends around us are, uh, had well-paid jobs, uh, a house, a car. Uh, others uh, left Romania and went to Germany, England, um, USA, and other places that were well-paid. And uh, this was tempting. It was tempting because uh, as a um, person, we want to, as, as fleshly, we want just to take care of ourselves. Amen. We just want to take care of our own well-being. But the Lord was guiding us, Sir, serve me, and put your life, you only have one life, to do something that is of value. And we decided to say, Lord, we don't have much now. We were just newly newlywed, uh, and basically we were staying in a very small apartment. We had a very small salary. We, we barely could afford groceries, and uh, We trusted the Lord and said, Lord, you can take care of us. We we saw in the Bible you took care of so many people that trusted you. You can take care of us. You can uh, give us whatever we need, of course. um, In about two years, God provided for us all we needed. Um, Not all we wanted, of course. (laughs) That's a different thing. All we wanted is not equal all we need. There's a difference. So God is providing for our needs. Amen? Amen. In about two years after, after we trusted to uh, serve him. And we had to move from our hometowns. I was in Yash and moved to Brasov. Um, and my wife from Bucharest and moved to Brasov. We together went to Brasov, uh, where we live now. So uh, we, we trusted him to take care of us. And uh, we didn't have anything. We didn't have a home we were renting, and it was pretty difficult, uh, high rents. And uh, we prayed for a home, if God will want. And out of a sudden, out of the blue, God makes this possible. For us, it was impossible. And uh, he provides for apartment first, and then we sold that apartment, helped us to uh, make a house by God's grace. Uh, it took years and years, but um, this was beyond our power. This was beyond our imaginations. And um, then he provided for a car, and then uh, he provided for everything. And he, it's been 20 years now since we trusted that he will take care. And there was none, not one day that we missed ev- anything that we needed. Amen? Not that we wanted, but that we, we needed. Amen? Uh, we may have many wants, but what we need is provided. And that's important. It's more than um, we deserve. And somebody was asking, how are you doing? And uh, somebody else asked, uh, re- replied, better than, I deserve. better than I deserve. Exactly that's what I can say. It's better than we deserve. And better. We don't deserve anything. But God is good. Amen? When you make one choice to follow Him, to trust Him, He will provide. Do not look on the other people. Just look at Him. Make the right choice and He will provide. And uh, the verse that says, we walk by faith, not by sight. We are sometimes tempted to say, I want to see it. I want to have it in my hand. I want God to give me now the money. (laughs) I want God to give me now the things. Trust Him. You may not see it. You, we walk by faith and not by sight. We've written this on our room, on the wall, so we don't forget it. Amen? And that's been guiding us uh, through serving the Lord. We are not walking by sight as other people. And the most people in the world walk by sight. We should walk by faith. Amen? We need to walk by faith. When our youngest daughter, um, Adelina, was about to be born... Um, My wife already had diabetes from our first daughter. And uh, the doctor said, abort abort the baby. She'll be handicapped. You you don't want these problems. And we said, we cannot do that. God will not let us do that. We chose to keep Ade. And she has been born a healthy, blessed baby. Then we went to the doctor and showed her. And said, look, God is, better than, is, is bigger than us and bigger than our choices. Amen? There are tough choices in our lives. It's not always easy. But Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. He shall direct thy paths. He shall direct thy decisions, thy choices. Amen? He will lead you if you really want him to. Amen? He will lead you. In the Bible, we see many choices that were made. Some were bad. Some were good. David chose to... Uh, chose to First choice of David's were really good. He chose to trust God. Then he had other choices... He, chose, he made a bad choice, and that followed him all his life with the consequences. If you remember Bathsheba, he had to choose between lust and temperance, and he chose wrong. Uh, he wasn't meant to do that decision. He could choose right. But when we, we are not watching, when we are not watching ourselves and we are not staying in prayer, and when we do not trust God, we may make wrong choices. David did that. So he could have avoided that if he trusted the Lord and uh, prayed. But in that day, he, he said, I'll be just relaxing. Everybody's at war, and I'm relaxing at home. Where was he supposed to be? In the war with them. That's the first wrong choice to just give your flesh a break. There's no break. (laughs) Apostle Paul says he's um, keeping his flesh under control. Amen? Because the flesh, it's nothing good. (laughs) No, No decision is good taken by the flesh. We need to take a decision by the Spirit. Amen? Through the Spirit of the Lord. Then there was a rich young teacher in Matthew 19, verse 22. Uh, If you want to open. Matthew 19, verse 22. Remember the rich uh, young man, probably teacher, that asked Jesus something. He asked a pretty hard question. People uh, ask a hard question for Jesus, right? Sometimes they were really difficult. But he's asking in Matthew 19, verse 22. <clears throat> he, had great, uh, he had great possessions, but sorry. Uh, let's, let's go at verse 17 uh, and 16. He says, What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? He's asking Jesus, How can he have eternal life? And Jesus tells him. And then um, he says, I've I've done all these things. Then Jesus, verse 21, said, said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven. And come and follow me. Come and follow me. We can think, what was wrong? Why, why did he have to sell everything? Can't you have riches? Can't you have things? You can. But Jesus says, come and follow me. Sell everything. Come and follow me. What's your decision? The young man makes a decision here. Makes a choice. It's either Jesus or my wealth. My possessions. What what does verse 22 says? But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. He was in pain. He would want Jesus, but he he would want his possessions. He would want both. Aren't we that way sometimes? We want our things, but we want Jesus also. Sometimes Jesus just says, sell everything trust me. Come and follow me. Was Jesus crazy here for asking this? Was Jesus understanding? Like he wouldn't understand people? No, he understood. But he says, come and follow me. Was God uh, mistaken when he asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac? Was he uh, too rough, God? God wants our heart, amen? God wants our decisions. God expects good decisions from us. God wants us to choose right. And sometimes it's to choose hard. Some people don't want to choose Christ rather than their their possessions. But a great example is Zacchaeus. Remember? Remember? Zacchaeus, the little man that went in the tree to see Jesus, in Luke 19, if we look, he did the opposite. He was convicted and he chose Christ rather than his money. Zacchaeus, Luke 19, verse 5. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up, and saw him, and said unto him, Zacchaeus, came, make haste, and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste, and came down, and received him joyfully. Um, and verse eight says, and Zacchaeus stood, and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man. By false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to his house, this house, for so much as he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Zacchaeus made the right decision. Amen? He said, I'd rather have Jesus, and I would give my possessions away. I'd rather have Christ. What is our choice? What is our decision? What do we choose in our life? Would we, rather, would, would we rather choose Christ? Would we rather choose to serve God or ourselves? Or our own flesh? Esther in the Bible, if you remember Esther, I will not get to the text. Uh, we don't want to stay all, all day here. But um, Esther chose made a good decision it was her life or god's people israel her life or god's people she could lose her life because she went to the king and nobody asked for her she could lose her life but she chose to sacrifice it said i'm ready to sacrifice it she didn't die indeed but she said i'm ready That's what God is expecting from us. I'm ready. I'm here, Lord. Please, use me. I want to serve you. I want to make the good choice. Amen? And uh, Daniel. Daniel, stay at home. And don't pray anymore. Don't pray and you'll be fine. He was about to choose between his life and praying to the Lord. What did he choose? His life? No. He says, I'll continue serving God. I'll pray, no matter what they say. And they throw him to the lions. Was his choice right? The lions proved it. Amen? Was it right? (laughs) Daniel, your choice is right. The lions proved it. And um, he didn't choose his life. Can we choose like them? Can we choose like these people of God that said, I'd rather have God's will and sacrifice my life for him? May the Lord help us to do that and to look for the right choice in our lives. Joshua said, I'm choosing to serve the Lord. What will you choose today? Amen.